everybody. Welcome back to Simply Soccer. I am your host, Michelle Hootink, back with my co-host, Christian Conway. It's the big one tomorrow. Aren't they all big ones? But I love that the Galaxy lead in wins regardless right now. <laughs> it, that is one of the more shocking stats about this season. I mean, obviously, this weekend was, or this past weekend, excuse me, was was weird. I think that's easy to say. But, you know, it, I mean, it has been a very fascinating season because it, it I was thinking to myself as as I was getting ready to record it's like there is it almost feels like there's two different stories at play here right like the first half of the season almost feels completely separate than what's been going on in the second half of the season you know one loss in the past 12 you know uh, games where it does feel like the galaxy just tilt back to what we know but then somehow find their way into games it it has been a very odd year. Like, I I think that's the only way I can describe it. Yeah, absolutely. That game against St. Louis was, you know, I'm, I have concerns, obviously, going into LAFC after that match because you're just like, wow, the Galaxy really pulled a draw at home against, you know, a top seed team. I mean, if you're St. Louis, that draw is a loss. But to the Galaxy, I'm glad that they were able to hang in there. You know, there's still the usual frustrations of like, why can't we just finish? Um, you know, I was really going for for Jovalich to finally get breakthrough. Um, you know, the guys kept trying to break through the middle. And I just, all that I saw to me isn't good enough for tomorrow. And I don't know if St. Louis was just, you know, they, 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 they're a strange team too, right? They have their their start of the season, which was super lucky. They would get these back passes that, you know, the, the other teams would basically almost make it a, an own goal, so to speak. They just give the ball away right in front of net. And that's how I kept thinking St. Louis was going to score. I kept thinking we were going to mess up, that the Galaxy were just going to just basically give it to them. Um you know, I was proud of the team and that they were able to pull off a draw, that they were able to come back and like hang on. You know, it it was a really intense game. I mean, it was definitely wasn't boring. I think both teams leave this game. I you know, both St. Louis and the Galaxy, you 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 feel like you lost this game, even though you both come out with a point. I mean, for the Galaxy, that first half was a friendly reminder about what this team is bad at which is transition defense they could not figure out how to manage the midfield i mean you look at that second goal that they can well first off let, let, let's talk about the first goal i mean that's maya yoshida making an absolute brain dead mistake and then you know a center back and, and i think it was movinka blowing coverage then we talk about the second goal it's cuevas over commits and then no one in the midfield is able to pass off uh adrianan or or whatever his last name is um, you know, and, and being able to make coverage. I mean, you, you can't let a center midfielder run 80 yards uncontested. You just can't do that. Um, but then, you know, they find their way back into the game and, and, and they did get lucky with the second yellow, you know, where, where they go up a man and then all of a sudden everything feels a little bit better. You know, the, the amount of chances they created in, in that second half, you know, Billy Sharp, obviously scoring, you know, a, a, a poacher's goal and, you know, the Galaxy have kind of lacked that since Chicharito went down. So I, I, I it's, it's, I, I want to give the Galaxy a ton of credit here, right? Like, I really do. And and I want to give them a ton of credit, you know, for going in at halftime, looking each other in the eye and saying, what the heck are we doing? I also want to kind of bury them at the same time because the two goals they concede are such simple defensive mistakes that 
it's like I don't want to give a team credit for finally figuring it out 45 minutes into a game if that makes sense like I, I want to look at them at that after that and and I know Vanny probably read them the right act after that first 45 and you saw some of the changes he made and and, and all the rest of it but there were moments in that first half where they allowed so much space and time to Salt Lake or to Salt Lake, excuse me, to St. Louis, um, where you just, you look at it and, and it's that run on the second goal, right? Where he's uncontested for 80 yards and you see like Surio and you see, you know, Pooch, you see all the rest of them not make a challenge. It's take a yellow card or, you know, just get an arm to him or do something, you know, where the center backs are backing off the play. You've got to approach him at some point. And then all of a sudden it's just a simple pass that then leads to Jonathan Bond getting nutmegged on the finish, which by the way, I will be very honest. This was probably not a great Jonathan Bond game. Like, and he's been having a couple of those recently. So again, I, I give the team a ton of credit for finding it in the second half. I think, you know, Dejan Jovlich, something's wrong there. I mean, he, he, he looks like a ghost of his former self. So like, there's a lot of good there, right? Like a team goes in at halftime down two nil realizes all the problems it's had goes and fixes them, dominates possession for 45 minutes, dominates the XG battle, dominates all the stats that we really like to see and gets a two, two draw out of it. That's a good thing. That is, that is a very good positive marker. It's the manner in which it happened and how they got there that I'm like, Okay, like just a friendly reminder, this team still is not perfect and still has a lot of cracks in it. Well, we're lucky that Pooj was even able. I know a lot of people think he was off his, you know, usual, but he, I was reading what Vanny was saying, and, and Pooj was, you know, dealing with a knock. He hadn't been training much. For him to still be able to always come through and get the goal. You know, he's the guy that we need. I honestly was worried that he was going to get some kind of like yellow card accumulation and then we wouldn't have him for the match against LAFC. Um, you know, but the Galaxy were pushing for the win. I, I understand what you mean where you feel like, yeah, you know, you're going down right off the bat. It it brings up all the, the seasons of Ghost Pass and it's like, okay, they've got this fight they're stepping up right you, like i did think that they were going to get a third goal like they did to me they did the right thing there you know but yeah it it brings concerns that the the games that we had in hand no longer count because mathematically you're looking at the galaxy just trying to get playoff you're just trying to meet the playoffs and yeah the the points just aren't there it's every game is a must win And it's just, yeah, it's just, it's really hard to still be in this position, even though, yeah, there's a lot of things that we've been covering about, Hey, look, you know, we, we didn't think we'd even be in this position, but you know, at at some point it's like, this is, this is as a galaxy fan, that's why you're, you're thinking, okay, the LAFC is a pride thing. Yeah. They're a bit of anomaly that you have different players that step up and, you know, we have guys like Billy Sharp, and Ricky Pooj, who you can count on in a game like that. The back line, Yoshida, I mean, other than that game against St. Louis, he's been solid. Mavinga, I understand, you know, the concern with him against LAFC moving forward. And so, you know, but these are the guys that we have. That's the other thing, right? When we talk about, like, squad and, like, rotation, we don't – I mean, this is it. 
And yeah, I'm worried about tomorrow. Well, I mean, and I'll give St. Louis a ton of credit because what they did is they they parked, you know, their number six in the center of midfield and or their number eight, excuse me, uh, Jared Stroud in the middle of midfield and said, congratulations, you're not going to see the ball a lot, but your job today is to make sure that Ricky Pooch is as uncomfortable as possible, which I have a feeling a lot more teams are going to start doing. Now, with, with that, when you park someone that centrally in order to prevent Pooch from creating, you do create some risk in terms of opening up some space where if your fullbacks are getting forward, you know, the Galaxy can start to, you know, kind of work on hitting those spaces, which I think they did really well in the second half and kind of figured it out. Um, you know, they won the goals race and, you know, the Galaxy team XG was 2.3 to St. Louis's 0.7. So, I mean, theoretically, the Galaxy were the better team on the day. Um, I mean, at times that was a little bit tenuous. I think that's fair to say. Um, but I mean, eight shots on target, you know, six shots off, but you know, they, they were getting chances. The problem is the galaxy don't create high percentage chances. I mean, that, that is legitimately the problem is, and we saw it in this game against St. Louis where the galaxy were creating the galaxy were efficient. You know, they were getting to the touchline. They were, they were working the ball really well. They were working through midfield really well, but the chances that would then come were, either low percentage crosses or, you know, cutbacks up to the top of the box and hope that someone, you know, gets a, a worldly. And when you have Rikui Pooch and, and a couple of other guys that are good from distance, like, yeah, I mean, it's not a bad strategy. It's just a high variance strategy. Like, that's the thing is you have to be lucky. I, I don't think the Galaxy create the type of chances they need to create. And, you know, they, they've struggled without Chicharito. Like I, I I will fully admit that. And I think this game against St. Louis, if Chicharito is playing the galaxy, find the third goal because the way that they were pulling St. Louis's defense apart at the end of that game, then maybe we're talking about, you know, Chicharito makes the run. And then, you know, a Tyler Boyd or a Rick Pooch or a, you know, Diego Fagundes or insert name here, gets space, finds a lane and either takes the shot and makes it or, creates a high percentage chance for a guy like Chicharito for like day on for Billy Sharp, whoever you want to plug into that equation. I, I, I mean, this is a good point. Yeah. Like I, I think, you know, that's, that's the thing about this is it's like, it, it, it is one of those games where both fan bases, I think come out of it feeling like, ah, uh, yeah. Okay. You know, like, all right, we, we got a point out of it at the very least. Um, you know, I think the galaxy will feel they fell short. I think for St. Louis, this the alarm bells are starting to go right now. Like all of a sudden it's like, oh boy, wait, hold up. You know, we we can be found out. Um, but but I do think the galaxy just uh, they can't afford a half like that again this season. And it's not just about the El Trafico. And I'm I mean that for all games moving forward. And I, you know, I think they will have some some favorable games, but we talk. We talked about the stretch of games a couple weeks ago where we said, you know, if they can kind of, you know, if they don't lose any games, but, you know, get a couple points out of this stretch, we start to feel pretty good about where we're going, right? Like they go to say, uh, San Jose, they win. And yeah, you know, they go two nil down against St. Louis, but at least they get a point out of it. And then, you know, it's all traffic and, and anything can happen. And we'll, we'll get into that game in, in a bit, but I mean, they made St. Louis think about things. And that's that was a that was a sign that I was like, okay, if this team makes the playoffs, right? Like I know we're talking hypotheticals that 
are reliant on a lot of things going right. If they make the playoffs, like this is a team I would not want to play. And, you know, possession wise, they are so good in possession. They generate a ton of chances. They they make you think about things. You know, Tyler Boyd is hitting incredible form. You have Rupi Pooch, who's a big game player. You've got Billy Sharp, who is clearly shown to be able to, you know, find the goal in critical moments. Uri Rossell as a holding midfielder actually turned out to be a bit of a relevation. Um, I thought he was fantastic in this game in the second half against um, St. Louis. And I do think he's going to be very good against LAFC. I, I, I just think there is something here. I don't know if it's MLS Cup winning. I actually firmly believe it's not MLS Cup winning. But I think the fight, as you said earlier, that they showed to get into this game and be like, nah, you're not coming out of here with three points. We are going to find something here. That's a good sign. And that's the mark of a team that finally, because we talked about this a lot, is playing for one another and fighting for one another. And I think that is a very good sign. Yeah, we always maintain that we have good things to take away from these games. And and that recap that you just said really helped me feel better because I was going into tomorrow's game going, oh, no, the Galaxy... Like, this is it. Like, how are you going to be able to pull this off? It's it's enough that they had, like you said, good possession against St. Louis, and and they are good at that. You know, I'm just hoping that, if anything, the Galaxy get in LAFC's head. LAFC is already kind of mixed up because they're on a losing streak. They, you know, hopefully Messi broke them. Um, you know, but we can't go into that game counting on that. LAFC has something to prove, as always. Um, they're already at the top of the table. So to be honest, they have nothing to lose. We're the ones who, who need the points. We're the ones who need the pride. Um, yeah, I do. You know, I can't say enough that for a team that, you know, is struggling at times, there are a lot of things that, that you said that really make me think that this team actually, if we take it, if we, I know that we need a win. All every game is a must-win mathematically, but if we even walk away with a point again, you know, that's not an easy stadium to play in. Like LAFC's, I mean, sure, Vela's pretty much washed up at this point. Uh, you know, Bolonga's always a threat. You know, they have, they have obviously, they have their scoring. Guys, so the Galaxy are really going to have to be good on defense and the Galaxy are just going to have to make goals. Like, I just, it's so aggravating to sit there and just not feel like the Galaxy are threatening on set pieces. Um, Yeah, Costa being there when we get a free kick um, makes me feel a little bit more confident. You know, I just feel like Puj could really score if he gets in there. And I hope that the other guys feel the fire, feel, you know, for, for wanting to to make these points. I know that they do, but sometimes you don't always see that on the pitch or they just, you know, they're just outskilled. That's just the way it goes. I mean, the underlying numbers love the galaxy. And we, we've said this all year that the underlying numbers about this team basically look at the galaxy and say, why are you not better? Like I, that is, that is the one comfort I take from a lot of this year, which is, you know, I, I look at, for example, goals added, you know, their goals at a differential is is ridiculous. I mean, you know, they they should have, you know, where they're at right now, they should, I mean, they should have at least 15 more goals. Like, I mean, it is like there are numbers here where I'm like, how are they not better? You know, like the expected goals for the team 
I mean, they're underperforming by by a significant margin, um, which means that you're if you're if you're underperforming goals, your your XG that means you're creating a lot of good chances, but you're not finishing a lot of chances. Now, I think that's explainable for a couple of reasons. One, they don't generate high percentage chances. Two, the guy that finishes every one of those chances is Chicharito, and you know, obviously he blew up his knee, so that's gone. And Daniel Valich, again, as I said, I, I I mean, I don't know what's in his head. Like, I feel bad um, because that kid, he looks just so dejected every single time he steps out there. And and I know we we don't lo- really look into body language that often, but I, he doesn't look like a guy that that is happy right now. Um, I'm actually and sorry to cut in, but I, I actually think the Galaxy, sh- you know, should have let Jovalich go to the other team. I just don't think that Jovalich is making it here. And, and I understand like, you know, there could have been a number of reasons and who knows, but at the end of the day, it's not that I don't want Jovalich on the team. It's that I don't think it's what's best for him. I think it would have been better if he would have been able to move on. Yeah. And, and maybe he needs a, a change of scenery. I think a young striker like that, you know, it, it does happen sometimes where you just have kind of a, a year or, you know, a couple of, of games where, you know, they that that all kind of just happens. I mean, we can talk about so many Galaxy players that came here and it just never worked. Um, some by their own fault and some by just the reality of our sport. But I mean, the Galaxy, for example, just to kind of go stats nerd on everyone. I mean, the Galaxy expected points total is 36. We're currently at 30. So that's two games, right? Like, so the things are better than we thought they were. Uh, they just, again, are underperforming a lot of numbers and the underlying numbers around this team love the galaxy, but we just can't seem to match them. Now I did hypothesize earlier in the year that the galaxy would regress to the mean. And that was going to be a good thing. Like they were going to finally start performing their numbers. And we were going to see a team that was actually the team that the numbers said they were, we're kind of getting there. We're not there yet, but three points tomorrow would be a very big deal. Now, I, if we want to come to the topic of El Trafico, I, I'm more than happy to do it. And I'm more than happy to provide a ton of, 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 of analysis here. The thing about LAFC this year is let's talk about what LAFC can do that will hurt the galaxy. And then why I think the galaxy actually has a decent shot here. They create a well through the wings. They're going to look at the galaxy wing backs, especially Cuevas and kind of look like, Hyen is at the feast. Like, I mean, th- th- that is where they're going to find their joy. Dennis Bawanga, you know, all of that wingback strength is, or those wingers are going to have a good day. The, the thing is also their center of midfield is still a little bit under question, but when it operates really well, they're so efficient about getting out to the wings and making it, you know, efficient or like getting out to the wings and, and creating chances through there. Um, no, I do think they play a lot slower than we've been used to them. You know, I think we were used to Bradley ball where they play this incredibly fast, high tempo offense that the galaxy for multiple games really struggled with. Chirundolo has taken a little bit of a slower approach, a little bit more methodical, a little bit more um, well thought out in the buildup, try to pull you apart through, you know, longer passing sequences and then find Dennis Bowanga or, you know, whoever else is on that other side of the wing and just strike at a very like opportune time. 
and then hopefully find someone that's going to finish off the play. The thing about it that I will say is I can't point to a single LAFC player outside of Denny Buonga who has either gotten better or who has been good this year. Like Buonga carried this team for six months and he's fallen off. And, 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 and that's not me saying like, he's not going to have a big game because he is a big game player like that. Like, like, like let's not pretend that he's, you know, dead and dormant and Douglas Costa circa April. Like that is not the case here, but he has fallen off a bit and, you know, form is difficult to carry over, you know, a 10 month season and, and all those other kind of platitudes we say, they don't create a lot of chances and that's going to be good for the galaxy. Now the issue is the chances they create are a lot of the chances that the galaxy are really good at conceding, which are moments in transition and moments where they overload the left-hand side and make it really difficult for you to operate and try to recenter your defense. The galaxy cannot allow basic, basically if you were LAFC and you were watching tape this week, the one goal I am watching every single time and saying, do exactly this is the second goal that the galaxy conceded because you look at that transition defense and the galaxy were out to see Titanic levels of sinking. That being said, if the galaxy, I propose maybe a little bit more of a pragmatic approach in this game. And, and Vanny has shown that he, he gets pragmatic in away games. Like, I mean, he, he does double pivot defensive midfield. That might be the way to go here. Um, and then telling Pooch, he kind of has to stay home a little bit more. Now, Pooch is a guy that is very individualistic. He gets fired up about things. He feels passionately about things. And it's great when it's working. And it's great when you can harness it correctly. There is a, there is a fine line there, right? Like there is this, this little bit of a, you know, it, it can, it can boil over. And LAFC has shown that they, they're going to hit him hard and really get into his head. Um, especially in that Rose Bowl game. I mean, they they put a hatchet job on him. So I think if the Galaxy can just be a little bit smarter defensively and play a little bit better transition defense, they're going to create off the wings. They're going to get their chances. And, you know, Tyler Boyd in fantastic form. Diego Fagundes has been better than people have given him credit for. Cerrillo's starting to finally get it. Now, the player that I have the biggest question about, like, red exclamation points in my head like this could be a problem is Cuevas I mean Cuevas had a really rough time against St. Louis and they dog walked him at times they're going to have to protect him that's the one thing is they're going to have to task a midfielder to be on that side to be a little bit more defensively solid to help him out then we start losing the balance of what Vanny wants which is he wants his two fullbacks to commit incredibly high and then all of a sudden the shape gets a little bit off kilter that's my only concern here is that I worry that because they're going to have to protect Cuevas we then commit a little bit over to that side too much that open space Dennis Bolonga is like thank you very much makes inside or outside in runs eats that alive and then he's bringing it against like a Mavinga a Yoshida or someone like that who's not exactly the paciest person yeah I I couldn't add anything more because you you really show what the galaxy have to provide you know the the chances that they have um obviously galaxy are are well i'm okay we know that based on el trafico history 
the Galaxy have a very good chance. Statistically, is always something else. But as we say, we don't make predictions on this show. And uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I'm really looking forward to a good match tomorrow. I, I do agree that Pooj, while key, he does need to keep his cool. Um, I, I think he makes a great captain. I, I think he makes great decisions and... You know, sometimes we think we know better, right? When we're watching, um, I was even thinking during the St. Louis match, like, where is Vanny? I want to see his reactions right now. I want to, I need like a camera just on him because there are times where I almost feel like, you know, when you're watching the team not performing, like, for example, not taking shots or, you know, trying to play through the midfield when it's not open or, you know, there's guys open on the right, but you're playing always on the left and it's you're just like this is all coaching stuff and I'm not gonna pick Vanny apart I'm not gonna say that he shouldn't be our coach or anything like that um I, I just think you know what what the galaxy need tomorrow is to be super tightened up they have to be on key point like they can't yeah mistakes are gonna happen I just hope that the galaxy are either able to come back from them or that they don't get punished for for those little mistakes. I mean, yeah, LAFC is a team that's notoriously going to do that, right? Well, I think tomorrow it's going to be feral. I'm legit. I, I hate the term a six pointer. I think it just, it's, it's an overwrought term that everyone uses that is basically trying to condense like, Oh, this is a big game. I will use it here. Tomorrow is a six pointer for both these teams. Like, I mean, LAFC three games on the bounce they've lost and they haven't lost to any teams. They've lost to non-playoff teams which is a very bad sign. They need three points to get their season back in, in shape. I mean, uh, the stat that sticks out to me is um, they've lost three straight matches in all competitions for the third time this season, um, which is kind of brutal um, for the Galaxy. Obviously, you know, it's El Trafico. They get up for this. As we know, we've seen it time and time again. I mean, the Rose Bowl game, I've never seen the team that fired up. But also, I mean, the Galaxy... If they win this game, I mean, we are talking about everyone looking at the Galaxy being like, uh, we don't want any of that smoke. So I, both these teams need this game. And so I think we will get fireworks. Like, I, I really do. Um, Yeah, it, it is going to be, it's going to be a tense atmosphere. I think there's no question about that. Um, I think there will be goals in this. I, I, I just, both teams' defenses love to concede stupid goals. Um. And also, I think both teams do understand the the severity of what this match is going to be. I think also both teams understand that, you know, if things go south for the for this team, it, it you know it could be a season ender. Like I, but let's just discuss it here. If the Galaxy win this, they'll be seven points behind LAFC, who are third in the conference with a game in hand on them like it, it it's doable like i mean the galaxy are kind of in a position where if they're able to eke out a win all of a sudden we're kind of talking about a team that might just be a dark horse contender for mls cup um but again i do think if if, if i we don't do predictions on the show as we famously say but i will make one prediction it's going to be intense and 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 because both teams are looking at this, approaching it with the same mentality of 
this is a make or break for our season. And, you know, for one team, it's about the playoffs. For another team, it's about, you know, momentum heading into the playoffs. I, I do think there is going to be some... I, I'm going to boldly predict a red card at some point because I think just someone's going to boil over because I think both teams are feeling the pressure right now in a way that um, I, I don't think we've, we've experienced in El Trafico in a very long time. That being said, I think that St. Louis result is a very good sign for the galaxy because that means they're willing to fight. And that I think can't be overstated how important that was to get that point right before El Trafico. Yeah, I can't, I don't want to get too ahead of myself thinking like, oh, if the galaxy pull off tomorrow, then they're for sure making plows, but it does feel that way. Um, because well, I think once well, again, this is a big challenges that they're facing, right? Yeah. Go for it. Just to hop in. If they win tomorrow, I don't think it's ridiculous to consider them as in the playoffs. Be like, I mean, if they win tomorrow, it is a result that pushes the season from like, you know, that, that pushes the season forward in a way that few results can, right? Like, I mean, am I crazy for thinking that? Like the the energy that you would get from that kind of game. I mean, that locker room, if they win tomorrow, they're literally gonna be looking at at each other at the eye and say, MLS copper bust. Like that's going to be a big deal. Well, shout out to all the fans traveling to tomorrow's game. As always, uh, bring it home, be safe, have fun, and hydrate. Seriously. Hydrate. There I you go. Want, I, yeah. I don't want to deal with you all if you're not hydrated. Drink water now. <laughs> yes, Gatorade yesterday. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's 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 a long day, but it's always a, a fun away day. I'm, I'm I'm dreading it, but it's uh I'll be there and uh if you are if you are lucky and all of you are nice, I will uh I'll take over the Simply Soccer uh, Instagram for a little bit. Yes, thank you as always, fans, for listening, for recommending us. I saw uh, I've been teaching all day. I played soccer with the students at lunchtime, but I did finally get to catch up on. Are we still calling it Twitter X, whatever it is? Oh, no, I'm I just want to thank to uh, the people who added Simply Soccer for the, you know the list of podcasts. Uh, thank you for mentioning us as always, and yeah, this is you're the reason why we keep doing this, and it's a lot of fun. I love it. Thank you, Christian. I, I played pickup on Sunday last week, and I was basically crippled for four days so oh no <laughs> good luck <laughs> well yeah i was gonna say i I'm, i played i was more in the game this time um you know i need to buy better shoes so these are going in the trash after i, I get home but uh, uh tomorrow tomorrow morning is gonna be fun dude we're getting we're oh getting yeah old, by the way <laughs> oh i know right now i fell like three times on the actual pitch but you know i did touch the ball three times so that's a big difference from from the first time I played with these students, I've I'm notoriously not good at soccer, but yeah. So at least we had a lot of fun, and Simply I would soccer, do it again. Simply soccer seven aside team one. <laughs> right, all right. Keep it here. Stay tuned till next week. We'll talk to you soon. Soccer.